radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchel Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. All right, sorry for the delay. I had a mic challenge. Note to self, don't hit the big red button. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. And if you're joining me live, well, whether you're listening to the recording or live, you just heard, you know what? Things are live, stuff happens. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. You're on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. We're on Inspired Choices Network. Oh my goodness, don't hit the red button, Ranchal. I know that. I know that. I'm so excited to be talking to you, continuing my um, episodes on a quantum leap and how you can create a quantum leap, the different steps that I've used to create quantum leaps at different times. Uh, you know, our mind, we're so powerful, and we often forget really how powerful we are. And tapping into this, uh, the powers that we naturally have, but a lot of times we're, we don't really know. And so today I want to talk about moving from skeptical to certain and using the universal laws for the sole purpose of creating uh, creating that particular quantum leap. And I'm going to talk about practical strategies today on harnessing both mental power and divine energy to manifest the reality as you desire. Um, so I'm really excited that you're here tuning into some uh, magic and for some magical, magical trips. So welcome, welcome, welcome to my world of the sacred art of business coaching. I love talking about the quantum leaps and especially under the realm of sacred art of business coaching, where spirituality meets entrepreneurship and where empowerment meets purpose. As entrepreneurs and business owners, we often get lost in the day-to-day -day hustle of managing our business, or at least I did, forgetting why we started in the first place. But what if I told you that you could infuse spirituality and mindfulness into your work, aligning your purpose and your values with your business practices and experiencing greater success and fulfillment? And that's why I do this. I am your guide, I'm here to guide you on this journey, helping you unlock your potential, tap into your inner wisdom and create a positive impact in your business and the world. Again, if you're just joining me, my name is Ranchelle and I am your host. Uh, I have found that many entrepreneurial and professional women today struggle with uh, creating the life that they want. Often we do what we do, we, we decided to do what we do because we were looking to create an epic life. It might look like liberation for you or freedom for you. Um, but the truth is when you have a business, what I see over and over again is that the business doesn't support the life that we want because we're so busy working hard. We're working in the business and not working on the business. We've brought in limiting beliefs from our um, from our childhood, from our programming, and then we try to create this you know epic life. So we in the end we get 
kind of the opposite of what we desired. And we, we, at least for me, I realized one day, oh my goodness, I have a job. I don't have a business and, uh, and I'm working really, really long hours and I'm not enjoying my life anymore. And I made a lot of sacrifices personally and a lot of sacrifices financially and professionally. And I don't think that I'm alone. I hear that over and over again, hey, that's my story, Ranchal. And I'm like, I think it's a lot of women's uh, in the, on the entrepreneurial journey and the professional journey. I think it's the story. Whether we call that find the balance between the two or we just accept that there is no, uh, there is no balance. And what we're trying to do is create harmony. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that, how I... Um, would have not considered myself skeptical. In fact, if you would have asked me if I was optimistic or pessimistic, I would have said I'm optimistic that my my glass is half full. And I was fortunate enough to be raised in a um, in a in a childhood raised with two parents uh, who started following a 12 step program while I was in my early teens, and that really really changed things. And I talk about that a lot because. Um, my wish really truly is that uh, that every um, teenager can have some sort of experience at some level of what I learned uh, at, that's my big hairy Dacia school, uh, what I learned at an early age with uh, the 12-step program of Alateen. And, you know, one of them being that there's a higher power out there. So whether we call that God, divine spirit, intelligence, Allah, Buddha, or any word out there, what it allows us to do is to, I guess, lean into that there's something outside of ourselves, but it's actually, let me rephrase that, it's within us. It's not outside of ourselves. In the traditional religion, we're raised, uh, or at least I was raised with the concept of there was something outside of me, there was an outside authority. And as I've really unpacked the universal laws, so that's the, I guess, the traditions that I follow now, the 11 uh, spiritual truths from Raymond Hollywell and applying the universal laws to my life. And the deeper I get involved in the universal laws, the more that I understand that I am the power. I am divine. I am the creator. I am the manifester. I am limitless. I am powerful. I am. Uh, and then whatever behind that and owning that and the power in that the empowerment in that is knowing that everything that every if everything that's created is my responsibility and I because of my decisions and choices that I've made now I learned that at a young age when I started uh, Alateen I learned that at the age of 14 however I learned it but I I didn't apply it didn't know how to I guess integrate it and certainly didn't know how to embody it and at this age now of 54 oh my goodness 40 years later I'm really starting to see the practice of embodiment, the practice of taking the universal laws and applying it to every single day and in every single day. But in particular today, I'm going to talk about whether we call it uh, pessimism or we talk about it being skepticism or whatever that looks like for you. I want to share with you the actual laws that I used and the steps or the premises behind each law that I used that to integrate into my life so that I could move from and continue to work with this point of skepticism, the feeling that things were happening to me. So for me, as I said um, in, in the share, I wouldn't have thought that I was skeptical or pessimistic. 
but there was moments, um, a series of years in my life when I owned the Curves franchises that really what was happening was I was wearing my my victim cloak. Uh, my vic- the, part, the victim part of myself really came up a lot. And so although it really wouldn't have been like skeptical, uh, I was feeling sorry for myself and didn't even know it because that really, that energy of feeling sorry for oneself wasn't allowed in my childhood. But you know what? Beliefs are insidious. And so it wasn't allowed. And so it hit itself. This limiting belief, this victimology, victimology hit itself in my life so that I wasn't even aware. I became aware as I started to live the universal laws, as I started to to practice them. So the first law I want to talk about, which many of you, I'm sure, if if you've talked about the universal laws, but an awareness of the universal laws, uh, is the law of attraction. And the underlying um, law that regulates all laws, but the underlying, this underlying law that regulates the supply in the world of effects has two important phases. So the first part of this law of attraction is being aware that this law regulates the supply in the world of effect, right? So our thoughts can create things. Our thought right, is the cause, the supply, the effect is the outcome. And it has two important phases. One is a desire and two, an expectation. And an expectation or faith, which can be difficult for many people, an expectation or faith that the thing that one desires will unfold and be created and be manifested. Now, I could truly spend an entire eight hours talking about this one law because there's so many layers to it. And I won't have time to talk about everything in this law. But just know that this particular law, if you haven't um, heard me before, comes up many, many times in my teachings um, because it's such an important law. So, If we accept the premise that thoughts can become things and we accept the premise that our thought is the first cause and we need two important phases, the desire and the expectation. In order for the expectation, the thing to be created and manifest, we need to start with interest. So we have the law of attraction We have the the desire, we have an expectation, but in order to get this law of attraction moving in a direction um, is to have interest. And interest is tending to see in the outer world, so what appears to be outside of us, what is already insistent in our inner world and in our mind. So whatever you are experiencing right now in your outer world was first created in your inner world all of it. Now, then that can be tough. I like my life has been a series of events. And so some of those events were hard for me to accept that I was the cause It was my thinking that was causing that um, the effect of that thing. So we move into this interest. Interest is tending to see that the outer world is already insistent in the inner world. 
So what you want to do is start thinking about things that create joy, that give you joy, give you pleasure and wisdom, and stop focusing or having interest in the things that you don't want. Stop paying attention to what you don't have. Stop paying attention to what's not in your bank account. Stop paying attention to not having what you desire, not having the clients that you want, not being able to do the do business like you want, but rather have the intention of what does give me joy? What does give me pleasure? And how can I have more of that and be open to that? The next one, the next step is attention. So when we're only in the first law of attraction and it's attention, direct your attention to the interest of what you desire. It will magnetize your power. So are you focusing on what you want or what you don't want? Are you focusing on not having enough time, not having enough resources? Are you focusing on I have this much time. I'm super excited. I get to, I, I get to, right? Not I have to, I get to do X, Y, and Z. And know that if you're an entrepreneur or profession, prof- well, whether you're an entrepreneur or professional, there's always more to do. <laughs> we're, I don't think we're ever done or to do or our tasks are commitment list. So the second part of the law of attraction, in order to move from, from uh, being skeptical right, to having, you know, a much different attitude it was the first one was the intention or the interest. The second was attention. The third one is expectation. Believe in the probability of your success and let go of the attachment. Believe and let go. So expect without attachment. Here's that. There's the work, right? Expect without attachment. That truly is where all the work goes because we may have faith that it's going to happen. We And we moment we go into, we expect it to happen. We expect it to happen. And then we're attached if it doesn't go the way we want. If it doesn't have the flow that we want. If there's obstacles or challenge. Or maybe it actually didn't go the way that you, didn't, that you wanted at all. And so we have this expectation that it's going to work out and then it doesn't. How do you handle that? Where do you go? Do you move into anger, resentment, fear, bitterness? worry, doubt, or do you accept that everything's unfolding and happening for you? And if it didn't happen in the way and the manner and the time frame that you desired, it doesn't mean you messed it up. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Maybe this, the timing is, isn't quite there. Maybe there's a shift in mindset. Maybe there's a shift in attitude. Maybe there's a shift in behavior that needs to happen before you can do that. And so those are the three pieces. So as I was sharing with you, you know, moving from skepticism or moving out of skepticism, out of pessimism, you know, using the universal laws in with the full intention of a quantum leap, the first law was the law of attraction, right? And so that's what I want to talk about. And the underlying two important phases, desire and expectation. All right. If you can believe it, we are already time for our first break. Thank you so much for joining me, whether you're live or listening afterwards. My name is Ranchelle Van Rice. You're here with me on Inspired Choices Network, and the name of the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it, 
Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchell Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hello and welcome back. Yay me, I did not touch the big don't touch red button ranchelle. So I'm here live with you. Or if you're listening afterwards, super excited to have you. Today's show is all about using the universal laws for quantum leap. And today I'm talking about going from skeptical to certain, uh, moving from skepticism to certainty. Uh, and uh, I'm specifically giving you some of the laws that I currently use and have used to move me out of this, the victim uh, state that I've been in the past and to keep me in a, a progressive state. So one of my mentors said, you know, you can only be in two states of being. You can be in a, in a beautiful state, like an empowering state, or you can be in a limited, painful state. You can't be in those two states at the same time. And you can make a decision of one or the other. And so I use the universal laws to guide me into keeping myself in a very powerful state as often as I possibly can. I, like everybody else, uh, in a work, I'm a work in progress. And these are the main laws that I use on a, I would say on a, I would say on a daily basis. And they help me create and manifest the life that I desire. And as a sacred art of business coach, one of the things that I talk about are the three pillars in, um, in business. One, I'm now referring to sacred commerce, two being sacred economics, and three being sacred love. And I used to hear, less so now, is what has love got to do with business? And I'm like, everything. Because if we can come into a space of sacred love, which is different for me than human love, um, you know, I aspire to be to have sacred love present in all of my relationships, uh, including my business. Uh, and I look at my business as a relationship. And so if I can, you know, if I can be present and I can approach it with those three different pillars, life truly unfolds in a magical way. I'm less attached. So we're talking with the law of attraction beforehand. I'm less attached to the outcome 
of my creations and my manifestations. I put it out to the universe what I desire. I watch it unfold. I take action, uh, what I refer to as inspired action every day. I move towards my big, hairy, audacious goal, and I follow the guide and the guidelines that are presented before me. The second law that I want to talk about uh, is called the law of receiving. And so the, the idea behind that is giving is the first law of creation. So if we, if we accept that, that giving is the first law of creation, uh, as long as getting the what's in it for me dominates the mind, the mind will be paralyzed in a condition. So if you're focused on getting clients, getting money, even getting healthy, getting love, if you're focused in get, 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 get energy, you're coming from a place of more likely than not, I mean, I don't know you personally, so uh, I try not to speak in, in like those kinds of terms, but more likely than not, you're experiencing a lack mindset. And there's just a couple of shifts that can happen to move you into this law of receiving. So one of them is to let go of what's in it for me. Now, business owners, this can be tough because we strategically want to take a look at our businesses and look at, you know, where are we investing our time? Where are we investing our money? However, if you come at everything strictly from the perspective of the ROI, return on investment, and you forget to measure the intangible pieces and you're only looking at the tangible pieces, you may find yourself really on the shorter end of the stick. Because that ROI strategically sounds incredible. Is it coming from a place of lack? Is it coming from a, I'm not getting out of anything, so I'm going to exit. I'm not getting anything out of Facebook, so I'm not going to, you know, um, use Facebook. My question would be, what are you giving to Facebook? What are you giving to Facebook? If you're not getting anything out of networking, what are you giving into the networking? If you're not getting anything out of, of relationships with your clients, what are you giving in relationship to your clients? So always start with you internally when you're feeling like you're not getting something. That's a mirror for you to look at and go, ooh, where am I not giving? Where am I not open to receiving maybe even? So skepticism really is about getting, right? It's there's many, many layers to this particular law as well. But here are some important pieces to the law of, of receiving. Uh, A, no desire is felt until the supply is ready to appear. So meaning you will not feel the need, the desire for something unless the ways and means for that to happen. Now, a desire is different than a want, right? A want is out of lack, right? Out of a feeling of I don't have this. And therefore, I want it. a desire kind of for me, I, I describe it as, a, ooh, wouldn't it be cool if? So no desire is felt until the supply is ready to, to appear. That's the first. That's A. B, you cannot ask too much from the law, right? There's not a limited number of asks. You can ask for whatever it is that you desire, because there's something that I'm not talking about here, which is the universal law of supply. But in, the, in this particular law, the universal law of receiving, ask for whatever it is that you desire. And it doesn't matter how big it is. And remember, right, the first law of attraction is what you think about, you create. So if you have a yeah, but behind this desire, there's a limiting belief. 
and it can be more difficult for you to manifest with that limiting belief in place. C, the law doesn't hold back, right? So we can replace the word the law with God or the divine or spirit or Allah or Buddha, right? The divine intelligence does not hold back. Once you make a decision about what you want, the ways and means for that will happen. The challenge though, for many people is they, they don't create the clarity of what they want because they want to figure out how to do it first. And life doesn't work that way. Or actually, our brains don't work that way either, by the way. Uh, from a spiritual perspective, it doesn't work that way. And from a brain science, it doesn't work that way. The next point in the law of receiving is a confused mind won't cooperate. So you need to be clear about A, what you desire, and, and uh, once you're clear about what you desire, and you don't have to worry about the how quite yet, then you can move into this clarity because clarity is, is a key component of using the universal laws. So this is where you have to like take the skepticism, take your pessimism, take your attitude, park it. Like what if it was possible? Take your limiting beliefs and park them. What if it was possible for you to have everything that you desire? And I think for me, the most important piece of, the, of this was letting go of the with them attitude and what's in it for me attitude. Letting go of the idea of, well, why would I want to be in a relationship? For what, how do they contribute to my life? How does Facebook contribute to my life? What's like that whole marketing piece? What's in it for me? Wanting something to pay out before I was doing the thing. And that's in any area of my life it was. So that wasn't just showing up in business, but that was like usually how it shows up in one area of our life. It will show up in the other. So letting go of the what's in it for me attitude and asking how can I, how can I give? How can I give? And then uh, once you start be coming from that place, so my people might, some people might say, how can I be of service? Or how can I serve the collective, my community, my family? You might like the word in servitude better. Your word is way more important than the words that I use. So if you don't like the word that I use, it's important that you, I mean, I would suggest look it up in the dictionary, find a different word, find a synonym to the word that resonates with you. Because it's so important that, that you resonate with your own words, right? And that you don't throw the entire thing away just because you don't like a word that I've possibly used. So letting go of this with them attitude. So those are all under the law of receiving. So when we're wanting to move from skepticism, right? We wanna to move to a much different attitude. We wanna to move to a much different place, right? Where we're more, maybe more positive. We'll use those words. The law of attraction was the first one that I talked to and the law of receiving was the second. And then there's those key points under the law of receiving which I'll just take a moment to review. So the key points are to remind yourself that giving is the first law. And as long as getting dominates your mind, you'll find yourself in a particular situation where uh, you will not receive the, um, the benefits that you could fully receive. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to receive your creation because you will, but it'll be based on the what's in it for me attitude. And what I find is when that happens, you will find yourself over and over again feeling taken advantage of, feeling like people don't care about you, feeling like they just want things from you. That's an opportunity for you to look at everything um, as a mirror. 
and what and because it's an, uh, this uh, that's usually what happens is it's a mirror for you right so we're actually going to take a break here a little bit earlier um we've got a few more minutes however um, before i move into the next piece i don't want to get started and then get interrupted so why don't we do that why don't we take our next break Thank you so much for joining me here. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce, and you're here with Ignite Your Success on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hey everyone, welcome back. So glad to have you. Today I'm talking about moving, you know, from a very skeptical place, using the universal laws to help us create a quantum leap. And uh, the title of the show is going from skeptical to certain, from skeptical, oh my goodness, to, uh, to certainty. Today is really uh, a jam-packed full of content day. And, you know, as I was thinking about and reflecting upon what are the laws that I use on a regular basis? How do I keep my attitude positive? How do I keep um, my limiting beliefs at check? How do I change the state of mind? How do I stay in an empowered state? How do I move through my life with more ease and flow, even though there might be challenges um, that I face? Because I face challenges every single day, just like most of you. Um, how do I look at things differently? How, how am I creating this epic life? And how am I moving towards my big, heritageous goals with this a different attitude? And it was these particular laws that I'm talking about. And um, so the purpose really is to give as much as I possibly can today with you in this short period of time. Uh, however, don't worry, because you can always listen to this afterwards, uh, or you can connect with me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Uh, you also can find me on any social media, pretty much any social media channel, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, and, you know, are the ones that I'm on the most, and I'm just doing TikTok, so super excited to be exploring what that looks like. So yeah, let's connect. 
So the first law in the first segment, I talked about the law of attraction. The second before our break was the law of receiving, and we're going to move into the law of increase. So the law of increase, I guess the premise behind that is you can only get what you expect. So that which is which, of course, is tied into the first law of attraction is, you know, having an expectation. So in the law of increase, if you if you would accept the fact that you can only get what you expect, the law of increase then brings into awareness um, that in the act of praising, in the act of having gratitude for that of which you desire, you invariably fulfill the desire. The more that you praise, the more that you have gratitude, the higher vibration rate you are in. That's a lot of verbiage. I get it. So let me break that down. So the law of increase, you only get what you expect. So if you look at your outcome and it's not what you desire, then you first of all need to look at your expectations. Now you might say, as I said for many years, but I'm really positive. I have this really glass half full attitude. What I didn't realize that I had all of these limiting beliefs around the glass half full attitude and they showed up as my yeah buts. So it'd be kind of like, I want to do this thing. Yeah, but you're a good starter, Ranchal, but not a good finisher. I want to do this. Yeah, but you'd have to figure out the technology. I want to do this. Yeah, but. And so I was always wanting to do things. I was in a perpetual state of want, not desire. And there was always this yeah, but. So when I started to look at the law of increase, I was like, oh, if I'm only expecting the yabats and I'm unknowingly expecting the yabats, no wonder my life looks like this. No wonder the outcome of my, what I think our desires looks like this. So once I became aware of that, and I really looked at the law, the law basically talks about praising. So in, the, in Raymond Hollywell's work, he talks about praising um, God. Uh, we can switch the word out God to praising your desires. We could switch it out to divine. We can switch it out to uh, spirit, higher power, whichever word. But you're praising for and acting as if for that of which you desire. Now, uh, I heard from, uh, oh, I think like years ago, a YouTube video uh, from Bob Proctor. That's the first time I heard it. And maybe it came from someone else, which is I am so happy and grateful now that so i use that in this in, in the universal law of increase as my gratitude for my gratitude statements so i am so happy and grateful now that and i speak into existence what i desire as if it's happening right now so when i had my coach I started my coaching business years ago and i had no coaching clients what I used to say was, I am so happy and grateful, grateful now that clients come to me every single day and in every single way. I am so happy and grateful now that opportunities are before me every single day and every single way. I am so happy and grateful now that it's easy to find me uh, to do business with me. I am so happy and grateful now that there are people looking for coaches like me every single day and every single way. I am so happy and, and I would just go on and on. Whenever I had a moment if I was walking to the, get a glass of water, I was walking to the washroom, I was walking, walking. Um, if I just sat down to have like just oh, a rest, 
I would just quickly move into gratitude statements. And I spoke as if it was happening in the moment of time. And that is so very, very important. Right. So again, you can use the word God, you can use the word higher power, whatever works for you. Invariably, you fulfill the desire. And the more that you have praise, the more that you have gratitude, the higher vibration. So I had said earlier, you can be in an empowered state or you can be in um, so a beautiful state or you can be in, uh, uh, oh my goodness, I lost the words, I, in a lower state, right? So you can be in a powerful state or not be in a powerful state, right? And so we use the universal law of increase to increase the vibration to be in a powerful state. Tony Robbins calls it changing your state, right? So we're going to change your state. How do you change your state? That one sentence will change your life. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't influence higher power. It doesn't influence God. Like once you make a decision of what you desire, the universe makes like moves all the chess pieces for things to happen. The universe starts to unfold things for you to in order for you to create and manifest what you say that you desire. So it's not for God, it's for you, right? A prayer to God doesn't need to move into pleading, right? One and done. It's one and done for God. Uh, however, for us as human beings and the way that our mind works, it really helps with us to create this new habit. The second piece under this I want to share with you is we may not sense or fully understand it, but our thoughts are moving continually in this invisible ether, so out there in the world, in the ether, increasing or diminishing our power and our intelligence. So you can literally praise your life into success, praise your health into success, praise your business into success. So let me give you an example. If you keep on saying, I love what I do, right? But I hate, and then you insert something about your job or your profession that you don't like. So here's what I hear all the time from coaches. I love coaching, but I hate feeling salesy. I love coaching, but I hate Facebook. You're creating an energy, a, a, a dissension, right, in your business, a dissent of a energy of hatred towards your business. Because if it, no, if you just if you decide I'm choosing not to use Facebook, right, then that's cool. But stop using the words hate or I don't like right? Or I find it useful or the algorithms drive me crazy or all the things that you'll hear the general population of people in business will talk about. What if you loved what Facebook could do? What if you love the fact that you, you can be connected to somebody? So I'll use one of mine from high school, right? I have a couple of friends that live up in the, um, in the Yukon, right? And North. And I would, I, I would, I haven't seen them since we graduated in 86, but I, they're on Facebook. So I get to stay connected to them on Facebook because of that, right? And so we can either not like what's going on in social media, or we can change it around into the law of increase. What do you like about what's going on and focus on what you want? Do you know in my newsfeed, it's all great. It's all positive. It's all happy. It's all loving. I don't see, uh, very rarely do I see a negative comment or anything that I hear people talk about all the time. I'm like, I don't have that. And I really believe it's my attitude towards Facebook. I love Facebook. I love what it can do for businesses. I love that it keeps me in touch with people. I get to watch my, my children's friends grow up, right? They're all having, some of them are having babies now. How crazy is that? So there's all of these things that happen. 
So we can use this law of increase to change our state of mind to put us in a state of gratitude, of praise. And again, the reminder that praise is intended for us, not for divine. No convincing needed. We do not need to convince right, our higher power of what we want. And that can be a tough thing to wrap our head around. I remember being a kid and praying to God, if you, right, if you could just, you know, um, if you could, if you could just, you know, have mom and dad not argue, if you could, you know, help, if you could help me, right? There is lots of times in, in my life where I really felt like I was in the, on the wrong planet, in the wrong, in the wrong universe. Truly, um, you know, you know, Star Trek right, was out. And I remember watching that and thinking, there is another Ranchelle somewhere in the world, and she is living my life. Now, that is nothing against my mom and dad. They did the best that they could with what they had. You know, I just was really felt really out of place in my in my family. And so, you know, I remember pleading with God, please make this go away. And I never felt that that was happening. And so in I grew up in a world, um, unbeknownst to my parents, that I thought that God was a punishing God. So for me, I, I can start, I'm starting to be able to use the word God. But for me, as I, as I joined Alateen, really went into the 12-step program, it became a higher power. As I started you know, diving into the laws, becomes more divine and more spirit. And you'll, if you've ever heard me or you, you decide that this is your first time with me, thank you so much. If you decide to come back, you're going to know that I interchange those words all the time, depending on how I feel, um, depending who I'm connected to, you know, and who's listening to the call. So, but I'm always reminded that I don't need to plead to God. I can say to to the big guy, big girl, big woman, God, goddess, right? God X up you know, up in the sky, we can go there as well. And just say, hey, this is what I intend. This is my intention. I'm living my life on purpose, in purpose, with purpose. And this is what I, I'm being led to, to, to desire. This is what I desire. I might even use the word want, but it's not in a terms of lack. It's just a, it's just a word now for me, uh, which I can interchange with desire. And it's a one and done. I, though, the human being around shell needs to remind the personality, the ego, the id, the I to stay on track, to stay in a positive state, right? So that if I stay in a beautiful state, if I'm in a powerful state and I'm continuing to praise the, my vibration, my actual vibration that I send out is vibing higher. And when I vibe higher, I attract into my life all of the high vibe energies out there, including the greatest thing about Facebook, including the greatest people on Facebook, because I'm in that really, really high vibe state. All right. So I want to just briefly mention uh, the law of non-resistance and talk about that quickly. Um, so the law, the universal law of non-resistance is resistance uh, as a ways and means to create harmony is uh, to secure harmony is a mistaken idea. So the universal law of resistance talks about if you're in resistance and you're using resistance to secure harmony, that's a mistake, right? The, way, the only way for us to secure security and harmony, true harmony cannot come from a lack of harmony, right? Uh, or a lack of peace. 
it's like asking prosperity to come from a poverty mindset. It can't happen. So what we want to do is move ourselves into a state of non-resistant. And we do that by, if we go back to the first law of attraction, and I said, have an expectation of the desire and no attachment. So the, the universal law of resistance, or the non-resistance, pardon me, how I use it is, right, uh, be focused on what I desire and be, a, be a, a, an expectation of it to happen and attached to nothing. Give no meaning to if it happens or it doesn't happen, right? So it's not good or bad. It allows me to stay in this state of harmony and peace and serenity. And anytime I'm in that lower density energy, I'm in resistance to something. I might even just be in resistance to having a powerful state of mind. And that's okay. We want to go into no judgment, but it's a discernment. Oh, I've noticed that I have disharmony. I've noticed that I feel like I don't have enough time. I can't create more time feeling like I don't have enough time. I can't cremate, create more clients feeling like I don't have enough clients. I can't create more health feeling like I don't have enough health or feeling like I'm unhealthy or full of, of um, if I'm tired, right? So this particular um, law can also be a challenge because a lot of people have gotten used to being in resistance right? And the polar opposite of that is, if there is any resistance, then people go, oh, I'm not meant to do it. And that's not true. Resistance doesn't mean stop what you're doing. Resistance means stop resisting what's going on. So resistance doesn't mean stop what you're doing. What it means is stop resisting the current situation. Stop resisting the isness of the situation. Stop resisting what is. So don't stop necessarily your desire. Don't even necessarily stop what you're doing, although you might, but it's it's just like it is, but it's an indicator of stop, stop, pause, take a breath. All right. Um, again, let, let's uh, go into our last break. So excited to be here with you. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. You're on in Inspired Choices Network. And uh, the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. After the break, I'm going to wind up things and kind of put together in a nice neat, 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 neat package for you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchel Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchel Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. 
Welcome back, everyone. So I was talking about the universal law of non-resistance and using uh, understanding this law. So moving from resistance to non-resistance, uh, having an experience, not resisting the experience, not even necessarily saying, oh, I'm not meant to have this or not meant to be this or not meant to do this because there's an obstacle or challenge. That's not the law is about. Your guides aren't saying, no, stop. But they are saying stop with the resistance. Perhaps there's a different way to do this. So it's a, a point of stop, but not necessarily because you're not meant to have the thing, right? And I think that's the most confusing thing um, in my world of mindset. So many people say, oh, well, I, you know, it's, I started to see resistance, so I stopped doing it. It's like, no, that's not, that's not what the law meant. Um, and so in this universal law of resistance, Here's some key points. So cease to work over limitation and work for prosperity. So stop trying to solve problems, instead find solutions would be another way to word that. Cease working for money, work towards your purpose, towards joy, towards passion, towards love, right? Um, be in agreement with prosperous thoughts. So skepticism, cynicism, um, is not in agreement with prosperity and abundance, right? So looking at things like, oh, this is the way it always is, or I can never do things, or this always happens to me, or bad things happen in three, Murphy's Law, all of those things. Stop, stop all of that. Be in agreement with pro the prosperous thoughts. How do you do that? Well, the first thing is to ask yourself, are you resisting poverty? Are you resisting? Are you welcoming um, abundance? So are you in resistance to poverty or are you open to abundance? It's a completely different feeling, right? Resistance to poverty feels different than welcoming abundance. If you, um, one of the things you can do is strive to make a little of the obstacle. We all have uh, faced obstacles and challenges and it doesn't mean anything other than the meaning that you give it. So it could be like, oh, there's an obstacle or a challenge, or you give it a whole bunch of meaning. And when you give it a whole bunch of meaning, what you're moving into is resistance because you're resisting the, the meaning, right? So just be in awareness. What, what am I giving the meaning of this, right? So I'll give you a quick example. Um, I do summits and events. And so one of the tougher things that I hear all the time, and I've experienced this at different times in my life as well, is it's difficult to get butts in seats for, um, for events and summits. But it never used to be. So what changed? Now, there's a whole bunch of logical explanations as to what's changed. But what if the change was one person bought into that it was hard to get butts in seats and passed that on to millions of people? that it's hard to get butts and seats. It's simple to get butts and seats. It's simple. Do you know what you do? You pick up the damn phone, right? Stop relying on one part of business. Stop relying just on social media. Stop relying on just doing events. Pick up the phone. I mean, you can text somebody, pick up the phone, <laughs> catch phone numbers, right? So connect with people on Facebook if you don't have their phone numbers and email. Try to get to know them. <laughs> pick up the phone and invite people, right? You don't even have to be fancy in it. Here's how fancy you can be. Hey, I'm doing this event. 
It's called the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. It's uh, it, first weekend in June, first Friday and Saturday in June. Um, it's going to be epic. We're going to talk about badass women leveling up. And it's going to be in all areas of the life. It is so, it is going to be so much fun. And I think you would benefit. You should come. That That's how you get butts and seats. But truly, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than inviting someone to come hang out with you. Right? But the marketing world, right, they make it really hard. It's not. It doesn't have to be. It can be. It can be. So we can continue on this, whatever we resist persists, which is the last part of the law of non-resistance that I want to talk to you about. Whatever you're resisting will persist. If you're resisting poverty, it will, it will persist. If you're resisting the algorithm in Facebook, it will persist. If you're resisting butts and seats, it's hard, right? It's hard to get people to come. It's hard to people get people to sign up. It's hard to find clients. You're in resistance. And so you will continue to experience that over and over again because you're talking into, it's hard to get clients. You are creating and manifesting that in your life. It's hard to do this. I don't have money. I don't have time. I don't like all of those things. You are creating and manifesting it to be more difficult than what needs to be. Congratulations, because what that means is you can use these laws that I shared with you to turn the ship around so that you can create this uh, epic life. You can manifest this epic life that you desire. And I know that you desire it. Why do I know? Because you're listening to the show. <laughs> I know because you're listening to the show and I hear you. There's a, there's a new way for us to show up in business, a new way for us to be in business. And, you know, I'm super excited to be here with you because I love being the bridge between the old way of doing marketing sales, because that's my background, to this new way of wouldn't it be cool if you could show up, love your life, and use your business to be a vehicle to the life that you want, rather than working your ass off really, really hard, sacrificing your, what your relationship, sacrificing your health and wellness, sacrificing time with the people that you love, sacrificing the time that you, of doing the things that you love to do so that you can have a business, right? And how is that working out for you? Probably for some of you, not all of you listening, but for some of you, that's a bit of a challenge, isn't it? Because you're making these really, really heavy, heavy sacrifices to create this business that you want so you can have a life. And I'm just here to share with you that, you know, you're not messing things up. You're not wrong. You're not out of alignment. Um, it just hasn't been explained to you in a way where you learn how to apply it, integrate and embody. So I invite you to come back next week, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, because every week I talk about different ways for you to apply, integrate and embody the things that you already know, but you might not know that you know. So I'm super excited to have you again. Uh, today's show was absolutely fantastic. We talked about some of the universal laws and how to move you out of skepticism into a much better place. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant. Be you.